All right. Hey, everybody. This is your host, Michael Hargis. I want to do a little brief intro before the episode actually starts. And the reason for that is because I want to give a shout out to our podcast sponsor, Vanderwall Climbing, right? So these are a couple guys that you can reach out to and you can get chalk bags, hangboards, and even get your shoes resold. So it's as simple as when your, show, your shoes start to show some uneven wear or you're starting to get the get a small hole in them you can send those out to them and they will resole them and then send you back a pretty fresh looking pair of shoes also we're going to be doing a drawing all right so when this episode goes live we're going to be giving away a pair of belay specs now these are from a company called ucraft they've actually been able to uh, uh, give us a pair through rockquest climbing center and we want to give that gift back to our listeners. So one way that you guys can participate is you can leave a review on iTunes. You can leave a comment on the post that we will announce this episode with. You can simply like the post. We realize that some people have kind of already done that. We've had people send us screenshots of the podcast reviews that they've left, and we really appreciate that. We just want you to know that we are absolutely going to incorporate you in this drawing. But by the, um, we're going to give around seven days to participate after, and then we'll draw somebody's name. So again, we want to thank our sponsor, Vanderwall Climbing. You can get your shoes resold, get a hangboard, get a chalk bag from those guys. We want to thank Rockwest Climbing Center for donating these U-Craft belay specs. And we want to thank every single one of you guys for listening to us. So enjoy the show. Hey, hi, how you doing? This is your host, Michael Hargis with BetterClimbBeta.com. I'm accompanied today by co-host. Co-host, baby. Ooh. Now you've been you've been bumped down. I'm bumped back down to regular I'm not I'm not sole the sole host anymore. I'm back yeah. to co-host. You're kind of like second string eh, host. Well. That's what it should be called, second string second host. Second string. That's fair. So we got Tyler Carson. You might have heard of him. Sometimes. Former host, now co host. And we have a special guest slash returning guest. Do we know what episode he's on? That's what episode six. Red I might know Wars. that off. The top That's of like mind. one of the two episodes that isn't song name like titled. Is it one or two? I thought it was only the. Well, the only first one. one is "Thou shalt not spray," and that feels like a song to me. That might be a. It an was too good of song. a title not to use. That's pretty good, but uh, yeah. And then Red River Gorge. Know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do a bet. I think he was on episode six. Six. What episode do you think he was on? I want to say, I'm going to say five. Five? Damn, that's pretty good. <laughs> I kind of wish I would have said five. All right, let's address the elephant in the room. We have returning guest, Jeremy Rancic. Howdy. Yeah. So this time, Jeremy's not going to be playing the character that he played before as treasurer slash... Uh, money smuggler of the coalition, but he's going to be playing chief meteorologist Fox 19 News, and he's going to be enlightening us about uh, 
conditions, right? So we're going to we're going to kind of go down a rabbit hole today. It's really cold outside. No one's rock climbing unless you're going down south and you're bouldering, then we're kind of jealous. But outside of that, Always. a lot I remember when I first started rock climbing, I never thought about conditions. Because I was like in college or high school or whatever. I mean, you were in high school. I wasn't in high school um, when I started climbing. But I just went climbing when I didn't go to school, which was in the summer. And I just thought this yep. was absolutely normal. I'm like, why wouldn't you do this now? This Everyone's got free time. And it wasn't until I was plagued with more information that I became soft. And yep. I was afraid of the heat. And I was afraid of bugs. And I was afraid of sweating. Ooh, icky, gross. Mm. Um, and then... In in my later years, I've gotten even softer. Where now I'm like doing math. To Wait a minute. Equate. Do you even have? Is there a, is there a bed you can crash in, or am I gonna have to camp? Because that's that's gonna even, be. I don't even know what you're talking about. What about you, Jeremy? Do you know what you're talking about? I'm saying you've gotten real soft. You have a camper now. You don't oh even yeah. Camp anymore. Well, that's like, that's uh, you have AC <laughs> and heat. It's pretty nice. I think we should start with the cold weather because that's what we got right now. All right. So first off, let's start with this. Let's go around the room. Do you think conditions matter when climbing at your potential, your full potential? Do you think Matt does that? Is that important? I'm going to say yes. Definitely. So why do you guys think that? Because I'm going to say no. Just to argue. No, I, I don't think they matter. To so I, I say yes for one reason. I don't think, um, as you said, like I grew I even in high school, that's when I climbed down in Tennessee. So <laughs> Tennessee always comes Tennessee up. Tennessee always got to come up. West Tennessee or Tennessee? It's going to be, uh, it's going to be, have you heard of this place called the Obed? Oh, sick. Okay. It's near the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm done. I've been All right. But yeah, high school is when I climbed outside and, uh, like you, I just, I climbed. It was hot and that was fine because that's when I could climb. Um, I, I've always said when I teach my lead classes, managing comfort zones is very important. Um, and, and so as far as like do does weather, do temperatures, weather conditions, does that matter? I say from a mental standpoint, if you want it to, it can um it's spiritual it's very spiritual. well it's like i think there's a placebo effect even i mean I, i've had great climbing days in miserable weather and i've had terrible climbing days and on a performance weather. level right yeah on okay. a performance level and so I, I i've always said if if there's something that you prefer you're naturally going to climb better under those conditions if that makes sense sure. so okay. if you prefer a certain type of weather that's going to make you feel better um even if it's just a mental thing because climbing is so mm. mental, that's naturally going to have a performance boost. So I don't know. It's like the Space Jam, like the Michael Jordan's uh, secret water or whatever that was. That was just water. It was just water. I never finished it. But I never uh, finished the movie. But I think that's real. So I would say yes from the mental standpoint. If you have conditions that you believe are optimal, climbing okay. in those conditions, you're going to feel better, and therefore, in my opinion, perform better. But. I think those are fair. That's a fair opinion. I'm sure that's a factor at some some. But point. I, I I think there is, you know, there's there there are real elements that change your ability to perform. I mean, who hasn't been on a route where there's a greasy crimper, um, that you know you, you're trying to pull this move in 90 degree weather in the red and you're sweating and there's no way it's going to go and then you you try it again, uh, three months later and you're like what what was my problem? 
and you didn't get stronger. I trained. The conditions were better. No, I trained. No, the conditions were better. But (laughs) Tyler, to your point, I, uh, one of my primary climbing uh, partners has trouble with cold and you know, normally cold weather is equated with good climbing conditions, but to your point for him, it's not. Sure. And, um, I, I know he hasn't been formally diagnosed with this condition, but my wife has, and it's called Raynaud's, um, oh, that's disease. And it's no, it's, it's, it's legit, but it's where the capillaries in your fingers, like, um, how do they measure, how do they measure that? You know, it's a good question. But no one, no one knows. That could be a separate. Up. That could be another. <laughs> the <episode>. symptoms are, <laughs> in the case of my wife, the symptoms are extreme. Um, as an example, she went to snowshoe with her sister a couple of years ago, and um, they went snowboarding, and she said my hands are like in extreme pain. Mm-hmm. They went back into the lodge. Her hands were like, you know, white, stark white. Mm-hmm. Literally had to run them under hot water for 15 minutes before she could, you know, regain function. And that's when she went to the doctor and got it checked out. Bottom line is, um, for somebody who has a negative reaction to cold, you know, unfortunately, yep. those are better conditions, sure. in my opinion. My first However, climbing coach had lupus, so terrible circulation. So there was, she actually preferred super hot because, I mean, it was just her hands would get blue in room temperature. So sure. I definitely get that. Yeah. So what was your wife diagnosed with again? It's was called it? Raynaud's. Raynaud's? Yeah. So I know another you... climber who was diagnosed with it, and he takes – and she was prescribed heart um, – uh, you know, like high blood, blood pressure, high blood pressure medication that thins your blood because hmm. it also dilates your capillaries. Okay. So so that's kind of like doping. Maybe. It, maybe. Or maybe it's if bringing, I dilate bringing my... your situation back down to the norm but or up to the norm. Could I do that for my forearms? If I took a blood thinner, could I get more blood throat, more blood flow through my forearms and get less pumped? Might. Try right. Olympics. I think, I, think I, know the, I know the Olympic committee is vas- listening I think, right now. I think you want a vasodilator at that point. Okay. But but back to the actual conditions, I do think they matter, um, and, and on both extremes. I mean, if it's really 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 cold, it, it's difficult to get your hands warm. Um, I recently read an article about a free soloist who fell because he got on a route that he thought was easy or in his mind, and uh, he fell because his hands were cold and he literally hadn't warmed up properly. But it was supposed so. To be did easier. he die? And t- like, no, how did no, they no find these out? were these, it was it's on climbing okay. climbing magazine climbing dot com. It was a. Uh, I could be even misquoting it, but that was the idea. Was that mm. he? You know, the cold was a factor that he didn't you know, bring into the equation. So I, I do think it matters on both ends. I, if you go to the red in the summer and it's 90 degrees and the humidity is 88% and you hike up to the crag, you are going to be a soaking wet mess. And the same thing happens when you're on route. I mean, your sweat is, uh, particularly if you perspire through your fingertips, you know, that's bad. So what is something somebody could do to stay warm in the cold to go rock climbing? I mean, I've thought about this. Oh, well, that's why you're on, Chief Meteorologist. So Jeremy. I have a product. I have really? a product Here's the solution. plug. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to do a plug on you guys' podcast. No, no, no. This product doesn't, alert, exist. doesn't exist. But you're going to you're gonna invent it yeah. and make a ton yeah, of money. Yeah, essentially, well, let's think about it. How do the how do like you know the gloves that have hand warmers built into them or have, um, you know, like Black Diamond's got some extreme cold weather gloves that actually have heaters built into them. Mm. And think about it. If you could 
heat your wrist heat your wrist that's yeah. exactly what it is so you know design a, a sleeve that you can put the you know hot pocket hand warmers into what if you did around like your wrist the under armor sleeve you know how like yeah, basketball players I mean, do and all that stuff yeah i mean i, I was trying to think of low price easy you could make this at home kind of concept but mm. Um, uh, some like so uh, can we get like some real can we get some like actual ways other than your fictitious <laughs> to stay warm in the cold yeah. like yeah like you know I for a long time I didn't climb in the cold and then when I did go out in the cold I'm like how is this better I'm freezing my balls yeah. off uh, my hands are numb I can't feel anything this is anecdotal but uh, you gotta get your hands cold to get them warm the first w- when you're climbing Okay, so I mean, if you start up a route and um, they've been, you know, in your armpits, and you this is the first route of the day, you're gonna be your hands are gonna be frozen three bolts up or four mm-hmm. bolts up. Um, I think if you th- climbed up three or four bolts, lowered, pulled the rope, got your hands back to like a legit temperature. So the idea, right, is like I'm rock climbing. I touch the cold rock. Do my capillaries <clears throat> get smaller? Is that uh, why my hands go numb? Well, like blood flow s- slows down. Sure. And then I, my- I don't know the science behind okay. it. I do know. So when I was into um, long distance running and even short distance, so like a, a 5K shorter distance, that's still long distance for some folks. Um, Ooh, that was some shade, <laughs> particularly to me. No, 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 no. If you talk to, no, if no, you talk I, I to like it, people it. who are professional runners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're running on a track, the 5K is one of the longer events. That's right, what, that's right, what right. I'm getting at. But the point is, you you can't you can't mentally convince your body that it's time to go run fast. The only way you do it is by going and running fast. So the mm-hmm. warm up for a 5K might be a, a complete 5K by the time you've done all of the things you need to warm up. So maybe you run for two miles to get blood flowing, mm-hmm. and then you end up doing a mile of sprints at close to or faster than the pace you're going to run the race at. Climbing warming up should be very similar okay and if you're going out there and you show up at the crag and you go straight to your project and it's cold Mm -hmm. you're gonna have trouble you're gonna have you need you need you need to show your body by warming up that this is what i'm about to do okay so i mean uh, i know that you're not a specialist in this no um i would go out on a limb and say none of us are specialists at anything probably not no but to get the idea across Right, so obviously we want to have a good warm up, regardless. But if it's cold outside, I'm trying to figure out. Right, so my hands go numb. That means blood flow is slowing down. When I get the barfies, like the screaming barfies, where the blood flow comes back and my hands hurt. But then you've told your body to start pumping more. This blood is quicker. what's going to happen. Okay, so that's why. So the goal then your your first route is you kind of want to get as numb as you possibly can. I don't know about that, okay. but I definitely think that getting your hands convincing your body that this is what's going to happen and it ought to deal with it as opposed to you know mm-hmm. your hands get numb and and that sort of thing which is what would happen if you just went straight at it okay it's a good idea yeah was it worth um you know because i i experienced my first winter climb at the red all this like significant iron deposits mm-hmm. i mean especially there have been routes you're literally that's what you're grabbing is just a shelf of metal mm-hmm. and that's really really cold um and I had never flash pumped. Oh yeah, that's a good sound. I'd never flash pumped before, um, and so that's a shock. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really climbed hard enough, so I don't know about. No, that. I'm just saying. I mean, 
But well, you know, and even in down further south. What's before, the coldest you've climbed in? The coldest I've climbed in. I wonder if you can do like a Celsius conversion. Because we're dumb Americans, we can't do. do. Celsius conversion. I think I can't. Well, it's easy because like thirty-two Fahrenheit is zero Celsius because okay. that's when water freezes. Right. So it's got, it's pretty easy actually. So, below, below freezing. I don't know that I've gotten below. I've gotten in the thirties. I've been out there at like twenty-eight or something. Sure. Like that. Oh, it was only because I was scheduled to meet a very specific person there, and right. we were going to do it. Like you a know? pro? No, no, a good friend. Okay. Um, at the crag, and they didn't didn't show up. No, 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 no. They were in town for Thanksgiving. The next day, we said we're going, whether the conditions are good or not. And sure, and that's how my cold client. Like, I got a time. I got some time. Might as well. Yeah. Um. But I I realized, you know, when you numb out like that, I was overgripping everything because I just I couldn't feel. So I did. I mean, that whole idea of like instant pump, even on a a typical warm up route for me, um, was you know why why am I already gassed? Well, I started paying attention to my climbing and realized. I'm death gripping just for lack of feeling. So, you know, I, I like the idea of getting touch, get your body used to cold climbing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're on the lower end of the climbing spectrum where you need to warm up on maybe a 5.8 and now it's freezing cold, is there something you can do to, you know, warm up even at that limit if? that cold it's gonna you know it's gonna gas you out i i i'm not i'm not sure my recipe for cold weather climbing is bring a thermos of like hot green tea so that i've got something Damn, like dude. the that's nice you know that's good bait i never would have thought of that it's a good maneuver yeah it's it's, it's easy to do and it stays cold <laughs> or it stays warm the whole day or hot really um obviously keep your core keep your core warm sure you know i mean that makes sense i yeah, this you've probably read it in all the magazines, but putting your shoes like inside your jacket that makes sense. I mean, who wants to put rock hard cold shoes on mm-hmm. your feet? Yeah, yeah. That certainly helps. I think in my experience of climbing on the cold, because I would go out on a limb and say I'm like the complete opposite of uh, what you're talking about, mm-hmm. where your wife is cold all the time, yeah, or something like yeah. that. Um, I love climbing probably out until. January at the red. I'm always like a believer that the season doesn't start until all the leaves have hit the ground. Sure. And everybody who worked at Miguel's and rock houses left. Um, when those places are cold, like closed, I'm psyched. Cause that means, that means the conditions well, have gotten it, better for and, me. And those are the, often those are the conditions that I think are best. If you look at some of the metrics that I, that, mm-hmm. I, look, that I look sure. at, which I know is <clears throat> part of the reason you wanted me on here. Cause yeah. I'm interested in that stuff. But but so if I was going to give somebody some beta on how to climb in the cold, right? So first step, um, when you hike to the crag, try and grab some rock that's not too like too high above you and just kind of hang on it and try and warm your fingers up to the best of your ability um, before you get on the route. Just like Jeremy said, put your shoes in your down jacket. I like to call those shoebies or shoe boobies. Sure. So, cause it, yeah, you get it, right? I like that. Yeah. But then if you grew up on rocket power, the shoebies were the people you didn't want to be because they were the tourists. Yeah, they were tourists. Well, we're all tourists, all right? Um, and then I would always recommend that if you're climbing, one thing you can do, right, is you can put your hands on your the nape of your of your neck. That's one way to kind of keep it warm. So there's portions of your body that um, they need a little bit more heat than your extremities, like your hands and your toes. That's why they get cold. So having warm climbing shoes 
kind of keeps a warm in across the board, bringing a, bringing a warm drink or like doing a light jog around the climbing area that you're at. I've noticed like if I hike to the crag and I get on my project right away, I'm so warm that I'm not going to numb out on that first route Yeah, because I'm, my body temperature is way up. When I ran, they had active stretching that you do. So it's not just because cold, cold stretching can be dangerous, especially in cold weather. Um, because you're like your muscles aren't warmed up enough even to like fully stretch so you're doing like light jog jumping jack high kick kind of stuff just to get your muscles loose without you know overextending them right out the right out the gate so that can make a big difference too yeah um and then one last thing that i think is kind of beneficial is if you're gonna climb out in the winter go to a, a sunny crag absolutely <laughs> i mean it's pretty like pretty easy but that rock the big reason why you're numbing out is because the rock is cold absolutely so if you go to a sunny crag the, the radiant heat from the sun is going to make that rock probably around 10 times or 10 degrees warmer than the outside uh feel is the real feel so uh that's enough to kind of keep you going for a longer period of time but now long johns Long johns are for wimps, dude. No, I do have a question though. All right, let's I was see. at a crag, cold weather climbing. Um, somehow, this conversation came up with some other climbers there. Um, do you wear underwear under your long underwear? The answer is no. But but hold on, why? Because it's called long underwear. Yes, but if the objective is to stay warm, particularly important parts. Do those important parts are always going to be warm. No, I think... Do do your important parts get cold? They could. I mean... Okay. My important parts are always warm. I don't... I'm not a proponent one way or the other, because I've got... I I go both ways on it. (laughs) That's not what you should have said, but okay. Um, But there were some people at the Craig that were... That had long, long underwear on that were adamant that... You should not. Know what I just thought of? Double Aren't down. leggings for women just long underwear? I mean, basically. So th- sometimes the, I don't. I mean, really, we need to consult that that gender because I mean, sometimes they wear underwear, sometimes they don't wear underwear. I don't know. I to be completely yeah, honest, I don't, I don't know the know. rules. I so think, well, a lot of long underwear is that thermal, like the ridged whatever, which is designed to trap heat a little bit more. Yeah. But I I know a lot of climber uh, male climbers that climb in leggings year-round because of a circulation like they're just always a little colder and so that they find that that makes a significant difference so that's another option i mean long underwear some something there to um help i don't know so i mean what do you think jeremy you think you i can tell you're you're an undies guy you want to wear some undies underneath your undies no i said like i said i would do both if it depends on what the activity was but i think with with climbing, that's just another You know, layer. with climbing, that's you're sitting around, you're you're belaying. There's a lot of, there's a lot of downtime. You better have a nice big puffy jacket. Maybe you don't wear it when you're huffing it to the to the crag, yeah, sure. but you're going to want it later. Well, that's messed up a lot of climber. I think they forget that like you spend all this time warming up, okay, now it's your turn I'll belay you, and by the time it's me, I've got to completely rewarm up now cuz they're like, "Well, I don't want to get a little like sweaty while I'm belaying." No, you want to stay really warm because it gets cold when you're just standing there yeah i mean even even i've got a i've got a pair of gloves that you can flip they're they're like mittens if you flip the mittens over the fingers and if you pull the pull the mitten off the back then your fingertips are exposed i would belay in those 
Those are pretty legit. Because then if, you know, if, they, if it gets serious and you need to get, you know, have well, access to your fingers, then you're ready to go. And right? if you're standing there where they're hanging at the bolt, you can flip them over and stay warm. I don't climb with anybody that hangs on a bolt. Yeah. That's some that BS. That is a lie. He doesn't climb with them. <laughs> he does. That's the difference. <laughs> he, he, he does completely. I swear, if you hang on a bowl, I'm not climbing with you. All right, so let's go to the other extreme. Hot. Hot. So, couple, right? I mean, the easy one is climb in the shade, right? Yeah. You can climb either earlier in the morning, if you're so inclined, or you I can I will climb say, earlier in the morning, higher humidity, higher dew point, less good conditions. Means. We'll get into that later. I don't even know what that means. And then late, or you can climb later in the day. That might be better. Just saying. Right? This is where you want to be very hydrated. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're going you're gonna to lose some liquids. I got a story on that. I'll really? Definitely um, relay it. I, what's so odd is when people talk about like sweating, I can't hold on to holds. That's not the case for me. If I'm, if I'm like, really what happens is I'm going to, I'm going to enter a level of the ex- exhaustion where i've been overheating for so long um that i'm just gonna like yeah not be able to climb anymore it's not and more importantly i'm not gonna be able to put multiple hard attempts on my project i'm i'm a lot more limited than if i had climbed it in cool or what weather if i if i use running again because it's something i have a fair amount of experience with as as another analogy back to climbing once the temperature is above 60 and you're in a long distance running event, your performance declines. I mean, there's just... Is there data behind that? There's data behind it, yeah. And I don't know if you remember back, it was probably six, maybe even 10 years ago, the the, the Chicago Marathon was in like 88, 85, 88 degree weather. And they literally canceled the marathon halfway through. So, you know, the elites had finished, but a lot of runners who'd spent, you know, six six months at least Mm -hmm. training or more, a year, um, we literally said, "Hey, you need to stop running because we have no water left wow. for you, and it was it's it's dangerously hot for the the activity you're doing." So, apply that to climbing. If you even think about it, if you were on a route that was in the shade at the bottom of the route, and then you climbed out into the sun, there is a there's a huge difference, a marked difference between how hot you get and sure. how much your body has to fight against that. Yeah. Well, it's like running you. When you run, um, when like running on asphalt versus grass, there's a significant uh, oh, climate yeah. shift sure. because of the heat. Re- uh, heat reflection know, off the asphalt. Yeah, yeah, and so climbing on rock, to your point, Michael, when it's cold, you know, that rock gets warm. I mean, I've been places where I'm freezing on the ground, but once I start climbing, I'm shirtless because it's yeah. the rock's warm. Please don't take your shirt off. Ugh, I know nobody needs to see that. But it's the same, and even hot, even more so. I don't, I don't know if you remember when we went down to Obed and took you guys, and I was like shivering from heat exhaustion by the time I got off of something just to clean a route or whatever, and I, like, almost fainted just from. It was what mm. yeah. July. Or There's something. we had a lot to drink that day. We so. did. I I think I was, yeah. <laughs> you can climb in the red or places like that in the summer. You just need to change your expectations. It should be about going out and enjoying being outside and having fun i don't think you can perform at your best in those conditions all right however if i have one tip it's drink a lot of water 
Should a lot drink, of water. Should we be drinking like Gatorade? Should we be doing the electrolytes or is that um, a Ponzi scheme? I've tried it. No, I thought it helped during, but only during the summer months when I was okay. sweating a lot. And I was climbing at Torrent Falls. Um, this might have been three years ago. It was in the. It was. It was hot. Um, and Dr. Bob was there. Good guy. Yep. He owns owns Torrent Falls. It, the cabin the, part. The large cabin. Yeah. And. Um, I was really struggling on, um, it was an 11 C. It, it, it shouldn't have been that hard. And, mm-hmm. um, that wall gets sun too. The 11 it, it wall yeah. where like bandolier is and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. It was shady though down low because yeah. it was summer and the leaves are up. But, um, he pulled me aside and said, Hey, you know, tell me how much water you've been drinking. And I said, I don't know. I got this water bottle over here. I drank some of it. And he's like, if you are not, if you're not peeing every two routes, like a lot of pee, then you're not drinking enough. Well, so I think if you're summer climbing and it's hot, that 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 should be that should be the standard. Like if you're not, you know, if you're like, wow, I haven't peed in a while, then you are not drinking if enough water. If it's not inconvenient, how much you're peeing? Yeah. And with Gatorade, there's actually like a ratio, and it it varies with who you ask. But a lot of people dehydrate on Gatorade because it's mostly sugar and salt, which the electrolyte. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. Um, but a lot of like you runners and all that kind of stuff, they'll say like almost like a two to one, like for every ounce of Gatorade, double that water on top of that mm-hmm. or else you can overcompensate. I liked Pedialyte for a while just because it had a lot less of the sugar and all that. But, um, I know you're supposed to drink that if you're hungover. It's, I mean, it's basically just, or a baby or a baby <laughs> or mm, know, babies or they have no idea what they're doing, but, but yeah, just be careful on the Gatorade because I've seen people pass out from dehydration just because they like, right. drink a lot of Gatorade. I'm feeling a little bit more convinced that maybe conditions. So how do I figure out the most, um, the the best conditions? If I'm if I'm you know maybe I have limited amount of time. I'm a weekend warrior, which I am, and I've I've uh, I'm doing linear progression, or I'm trying to peak for a two week period. How do I know? when to spend my time outside when why did we bring chief meteorologist Jamie <laughs> rancic onto the podcast because of the sendex baby sendex Ooh, the magic word <laughs> what the what the hell is the sendex do you want to send i want a red point is that a send <laughs> yeah that's a send okay yeah i want a red point i want to know when be. when the conditions are prime so that you're so more so likely to succeed there's a there's a calculator that is going to tell me so what? Okay, go, all right. Go into it. Tell me what well, the index is. All right. So let's let's first caveat this. You We're completely talking about, made this up. This no, is your I did idea. not. This, this is not, not my been idea. around for many years. No, 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 no. I'm not even there yet. We'll get to that. Where I'm at is this is for Red River Gorge or similar climates. Okay, like the New River Gorge. Sure, this would apply or, there. Or, or the Southeast in general. <laughs> no, we're just going to say the Southeast. Like yeah. Lower River Canyon, Probably. Foster Falls. Yeah, anywhere where their humidity is is potentially an issue. Okay, cool. You know, you start to look at places out West. Zero this humidity. Is, this is not an issue. Yeah. Right, so What's the, their problem then? Why can't they send out there? Different podcast. Different podcast. Different <laughs> we'll have the normal cast might have to do that one. <laughs> He's out there. They'll figure it out. Yeah, but, but so in in the Midwest or the Southeast or whatever we're going to call this area, you know, we've got a humidity problem during the summer or even it can even be in the fall. So what is humidity? Can we? Yeah, well, humidity is how much water 
the air can hold. Relative humidity is how much water the air can hold. So if it was 100% humidity, that's the maximum amount of water at the current pressure that the air can hold. And you'd start to see condensation or dew forming at that, mm. at that temperature. So dew would collect on surfaces. Yeah. Meaning yeah. maybe rock. Yeah. Okay. And, but th- that's the other thing is that th- that brings get, like, in fog. the other equation, which is, yeah, right, exactly, fog. Okay. You know, when you're seeing fog, it's 100% humidity, relative humidity. And again, I'm not a meteorologist, so somebody but please really somebody please harass them about <laughs> yeah. how wrong I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so so you're talking about the syndex. So one factor of, is humidity. We've yeah. identified that. What's sure. another factor? The biggest factor actually is the dew point. Um, I have no idea what that means. It's like Mountain Dew? Like, uh, what's your uh, dew point, bro? Uh, yeah. I'm code do red. Let's look at your, uh, take, a, take a cold beer in a can. Well, you're, mine's you're in, in a glass. glass. In a pint glass is fine. Okay, I'm looking at it. You're inside right now, and it's 80 degrees outside, and you know 80 percent humidity. Right now. Like, and and negative. the and the dew point is probably let's say let's say it's 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 a nasty one. It's like above 60. Sure. You walk outside. What happens to your glass? It gets condensated. That's right. It's because the temperature of the glass is below the dew point, and the dew point is the Whoa. point at which that water will leave the air. Okay. And, and collect. The point is the point when dew It's the happens. temperature. The temperature the at which. The temperature that yeah. dew would happen. Yeah. So if dew point 60, if, are you telling me that if my glass is at 60 degrees? Yeah, well, think your, your glass, your cold beer is well below 60. So okay. you're going to have condensation immediately because okay. dew will form. So you're, okay. It'll sweat. Perfect. So the, so the rock is cooler than the dew point, and yeah. that's why you get condensation yeah. built on it. Exactly. Like this weekend, as an example, there is the ex. It's you know what's the temp? What was the low today? Four negative God, four. Horrible. Right. Like negative. Prime I woke up this. I woke up this morning. It was negative two. Quickly, what's the Celsius on that one? Eight. No. Not no. At all. No. Way wrong. Yeah. We're going negative Celsius. It needs now. to be negative. Remember. It's like way, way negative. negative yeah. Oh yeah, because zero Celsius is freezing. Which is thirty-two. So which is thirty-two Fahrenheit is like hella negative Celsius. Yeah, I word. think that's is that like the sign. I think it's hella. <laughs> hella yeah. negative. Yeah. I didn't know people still said that. I but, actually use yeah. Kelvin when I use <laughs> word. <laughs> Shout out to those people, I guess. <laughs> so, where I was going with this is that it's extremely cold right now. It's supposed to be above 60 in the red this weekend. Yeah, I think it's going to be like 64 The, the, or the challenge with that, though, will be the rock is going to retain a lot of moisture. A lot, no, it's going to be very, it's going to stay cold for a while. Cold, I mean, think so. how long it's been cold down there, and the rock will be cold. So the temperature, the ambient air temperature will go up. Whoa, but, you got to help me understand that. What's the ambient Well, air just the air temperature. Okay. The, so the like air the, temperature. Okay. The, the temperature that the air is versus the temperature. And that's how they the, measure the, the temperature. Right. Right. So yeah. the air temperature will be sixty four. Right. But the, but the rock, rock could still be, still be in the forties. Well. So, so let's say here's the example. Let's say the dew point is forty six. Yeah. Which is one of the it, it, that's in the range that it's supposed to be. Temperature outside is sixty. Oh, that sounds awesome. But if the rock is still in like low 40s, 42, what will what will the it's rock be covered slight. with? It'll be covered with water. Wow. It'll condensate. Wow. So you're so, telling me people could be, I mean, people who are traveling far and wide could be in for some trouble. Right. Absolutely. They could be extremely disappointed. I was on a trip just like this weekend, maybe a day trip from the Red yeah. a couple of years ago. Um, we went to left flank, 
Great Craig. Yep. Every route was soaked. Soaked. And it wasn't dripping. It wasn't like running off the top. Whatever. It was, it was purely... little dots of water mm-hmm. all over everything. Um, and only one route that whole day was dry enough to, to, to climb. We had a great day eventually. It took it took till about, you know, mm-hmm. one or two o'clock because there was enough sun so and enough wind. With you do something like this, um, everyone's stoked because it's been fucking miserably cold. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sweet. 60s? That's great climbing temperature. But because it's been cold for so long, does that mean the opposite could also be true? Like, if it's been very warm and you get a cool day, like, the rock could be... Is no, that would, those would be good conditions. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. the rock is more likely to be very yeah because it would be above the it would be above the dew point yeah it'd be it'd be above the dew point the point is we haven't got to it yet for like the fall and the spring season related to dew point yet but for this winter concept here if the rock is cold and it's been really cold and you have a really nice day the problem is the rock is probably going to be below the dew point and there'll be condensation and you'll be disappointed so you got to find the sunny crag Mm, where you have to find the crag that has wind because what helps? So a, 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 a crag, well, and what, we're kind of in a good situation, right? Because there's no leaves. Right. So if a crag is kind of up on a mound. So one crag that comes to my attention is probably solarium. Yeah. Solarium yeah. gets in the sun in the morning, right? Yeah, you, want more, er, you want early, early sun, sun. Exactly. To work want, on the temperature of the rock. Exactly. And then it's high up. It's above any kind of tree line. Even though there are no leaves, it's much better to be above tree line. Didn't we experience this? Did we experience this together? I'm pretty sure we did. We took a trip down and yeah, we, did we went this. to wow. left flank. Wow, we and got everything smoked. was condensated, yep. was it not? And this Absolutely. is this is this was the reason. Yeah, we were with Bobby yep. and Colin yep. and who else was there? Um we all power pow, uh we all we went to dip this is the this is a great story, everybody. So first off, we I was I was down there already. I was staying at my, yep. my camper or whatever because it was the weekend. And these gentlemen came down, and I had told them because I was down there already that, like, hey, this crag and this crag is soaking wet. What you guys should do is you guys should go to the whole other side of the gorge, which, like, went to the north. I said, check out the rock, see if it's dry. So they end up going – I think you went to left flank and military. We did. Mater- and we went to left flank and military. And, and there were pockets that were good, but we had either done the routes or they were full of Yeah, nine, like 90 people were all trying to But those to find pockets the same, were good right. because they were in the sun, yeah. and they were at a high enough elevation that they were getting some of the So the we wind. spent the first half of the day trying to find dry rock and kind of doing like our own little search party. And then we – that's when I came to the conclusion about solarium. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, this has been in the sun Well, think day. about solarium. It's, it's up. Yep. It's not down in the valley, uh, which helps. And it gets early morning sun. Yep. And actually, when we first got there, there were a couple of routes that that had dew on them. Yep. Now, with this dew point, just quick question here. Obviously, we're talking Red River Gorge, that kind of stuff. Have you experienced, uh, like, is it a lot worse on sandstone being as porous as it is versus... I gotta believe it's it would be even worse if the if you had the same kind of environment it was something the texture of yeah stuff. right I mean sand so that's what I didn't yeah it would be worse porous and I've experienced like seepage from groundwater being wet and that kind of sucks depending on like if you've had a lot of rain mm-hmm. um, and I know granite and limestone are less prone to that but are you so you're suggesting I would think the, gran- the granite texture. would be horrible so if if the, yeah it would be like okay. glass I would think but you know what's funny I remember this. 
we went to the infirmary and we were like there is no way and like, you guys did yeah before we i went to the, the infirmary yeah. and i was like there's absolutely no way this crag is going to be wet because we were like there's a big cave it's going to be dry that was a problem is the cave kind of made its own little environment where the water could stay because the cave never oh, yeah. gets sun i mean like yeah i mean if you think about the mother load right so the mother load is never going to get that undertow wall mm-hmm. into the mm-hmm. madness cave is never going to get sun really also as it gets warm and water starts evaporating it just stays in the cave it has no exactly to go. so like you've got like a sauna you know. So so, how do you avoid these disappointments, right? Because there's got to be some kind of mathematical there equation. Is, there is. I didn't come up with it. I found it on the inter- interwebs. How, what know? year? Can we get like circa what year? Oh, man, like? I'm sure this has been around forever. Really? I mean, We're just going to credit you with it. Cause I'm no, no, absolutely yeah, I'm not. Pretty Please sure do not. <laughs> stop, stop doing that. Do not. I do not <laughs> want to. Jeremy. Well, I don't know. It's when I upload yeah, it. So. Put it in the show notes. Stop Jeremy it. Jeremy Rensick has come up with No, it. I did not. I did not come up with this. This is total plagiarism. But the Sendex, the Sendex is real. I don't know who, I don't know who so, decided it. Oh, wait, so. time out. So you, okay, so outside of like the extremes, like, oh my God, the holes are soaking wet or fill in the blank, you believe that there is a difference in your full potential of sending, right? So we're talking about projecting. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Okay. Well, can you give me an example? Um, an example of- Of like where you- What the you, good you conditions down, are or- You went down and you were like, oh my gosh, these conditions- I, I did well, my I mean, syndex I, this is another t- experience that we had together. Um, we had a warm- I a warmer. with you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're just so desperate to get yeah. out. That's Help the us, please. We had a a day that was warm. the The weather conditions were actually supposed to be different than what actually happened because Ooh, what transpired. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because when I I wouldn't go down with you guys without checking the Sendex. You know, yeah, because you have limited time. I do. Right? I yeah. do. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I can't just go. You're and, not a millennial. You can't just go at the right. you know, whenever you want. Exactly. But the Sendex was supposed to be good. But what actually? Sometimes the meteorologists are wrong. And what right. ended up happening was, um, the dew point was high, and there was a lot of humidity, and it was foggy when we oh, went down there. Oh yeah, it was super foggy. It was, and we didn't have super high expectations. So we said on the way in, but I think we all were thinking, oh, we might climb well today. Well, yeah. the conditions were shit, and yeah. we didn't climb well. I felt like I still climbed well. I, just because I didn't You might send. have climbed the best of hey, out, you know what? out of the three of us. I'm going to give a PSA, right, to, to all the listeners. Just because you don't send your your project or your or the route you're trying to send you were, doesn't mean you had a bad time listen, rock climbing. Yeah. You, know, you know my... I think send is the worst word in the in all of climbing language because technically it just means get to the top. So I'm tired of that. How frustrated were you though? I think I only kicked and screamed and yelled a couple f bombs every but, single time you went up. Hold on, hold we've on. had that podcast already came out. Jim, I like the uh, we've got the wobbler podcast. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, okay. He kicks and screams even if he's having a great day. So, but, but yeah, that's what my wife likes got, about me. It got contagious. Ooh, we were geez. all. By the time we, we got, were a, we were a grumpy group of people. We were. We were at each other's throats. We really, and were. it was a bad time. We really were really quite negative by the time we got back to Cincinnati. And the next day, I was thinking about it. I'm like, why would, why did that turn into such a shit show? And it was because the conditions were terrible and we had set mental expectations. And 
So, okay. They weren't met. So I mean, that's, so we got... That's my thing. And, and we already started saying, like, for me, mentally, it's more than physically. Um, yeah, well, we weren't going to climb good. There was no way we were going to climb right, well that's that what time. I'm saying, but you're saying, like, there's... Definitely an aspect. You expected to climb well. We were all fit. We well, no, we, I, I would. Yeah, we were all like really in good shape. Right. Yeah. I don't think we had high expectations. Because I think there was a little of like a little bit of um, this should go in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. And to because like, I'm not gonna flash this route. I've had great climbing days in just absolute shit conditions because I went with literally like this is stupid, but it's a day to climb. Right, and I performed those, well because I didn't ex- almost because I was like, well, fuck you had low cares. expectations, yeah, yeah, like I can do whatever. I, I'm gonna suck, so I might as well yeah. just flounder. And I've done better than normal just because of that. I don't think that has anything to do with the conditions. Well, that's what I'm saying. Thing. I think it's just a mental state that you go into. Where Jeremy is literally saying that because of the conditions, like yeah, I we, think the, we were in good shape. We, we were mentally, we were very capable. We had. I mean, our expectations weren't very high. They weren't really low. They were right. probably right where they needed to be. However, something outside of our control was derailing us from being successful. What we should have done that day was drank beer and just went home. No, we we should have. I'm always for that. We should have exp- like explored or went to some couple of easier routes that we just had never for whatever sure. reason hadn't been on point bagged yeah we should have or maybe even gone back and just climbed some fun stuff you know i mean it, it, we could have had a good day and i think we had a disappointing day although we did learn a route about that about the route we were on and yeah. some of the beta so it wasn't, it wasn't i would a loss. totally go back and climb that route. i would too that was a great route although i feel like that route was billed as a five-star route and mm-hmm. when we left we were all like that's a three at the most and i think that was because of the conditions not sure. the route sure so i think if we went back at the right time you'd get on that and be like that is a five-star route so, or at least four so if yeah. anything then you're you're not uh, okay you're su- we were suggesting there are physical aspects that weather does matter temperature dew point all the things yep um so, but the Sendex thing is more about managing expectations. Yes and no. I, I, you know, if you have limited time and the Sendex isn't good, why are you? Why? Why would you go? Like, why would you? That's fair. Why would I you mean, go? If, climb? So, if every weekend is either I've got to sacrifice something to go climb, yeah, mm-hmm. versus I have nothing better to do, I can climb every weekend because yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the Miguel's mentality, right? Yeah. So the the antidote. That's probably the wrong word, but what we can see clearly is like the Miguel's uh, co-worker or the rock house co-worker is like, I'm going to work all summer right. and I have all the time in the world. So I'm going to go out on my rock climb and I'm going to live this lifestyle and climb, even though the conditions are not the best. Right. And then by the time fall comes when it's peak season in the red and for tourism, right. In the rock mm-hmm. climbing world, um, they don't have as much time out on the rock as they'd probably like to have. Sure. So the Sendex is helping you as a weekend warrior, right? So it's very almost fragmented in that sense that, okay, I only have so many, so much amount of time. I've trained in the gym. I'm going down there, and I'm my full intention is to red point right. my hardest route or to build a, a bigger base of my pyramid or to, it's you a, know. It's intentional. I mean, it's got, very intentional. that weekend specifically. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, Tyler, what's that bottle over there? Is that a, like a piggy bank? Yeah. It is. It's a piggy bank. And life in your relationships, particularly with your family, is like a piggy bank. Sure. And you you make deposits by doing nice things and being a, a deposit a, in so long. And being a good 
you know, family member and leaving for a weekend or That's all day is a withdrawal. So, so do you want to take a withdrawal where you end up paying a big f- like withdrawal fee? Sure. If it's not worth it. I mean, that's... Yeah, don't so have that, a fancy. No, no, I, I definitely get that. If, if you're managing... I mean... Manage- you might want to take some notes, Tyler, is what Jeremy's <laughs> trying to tell you. I'm not the dude who climbs every week. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, I get it. So, I mean, it, it's it's managing expectations, sure. I mean, just so you kind of know what... You can use it for that. Like, yeah. I want to go down yeah. this weekend. What can I expect if... I know I'm going to go like you, your Thanksgiving trip. Yeah. This is a time when I want to go anyways. Yep. But I can look at this Sendex and go, mm, dew point, temperature. Where you can stuff. recalibrate what your true expectations right. for sure. the day are. Right, so you're like, okay, yeah. this yeah. is going to be a bad project day. I might right. as well just go shoot the shit, have a good time on some low routes that I might not want to climb normally. But it also gives you the information or the ability to make the decision that this is the day that I should – I'm not. I'm not suggesting people should go do this, but I'm going to call in sick because this mm. Wednesday happens Perfect. to be yeah. prime so conditions. So either manage expectations, or if you climb intentionally, whether you mention like your pyramid climbing or your projecting, your it's the red point you want to go. This is where you can yeah. like leverage. Yeah. Okay, I only have so many like hardcore. I got to do my goal. I got to accomplish my goal. Let me look through this. This helps you kind of balance that out and go like you said okay i'm gonna take make some sacrifices to make yeah this i'm gonna take this day. pto day and i'm gonna use it in the middle of the week because i know that these are good huh. conditions okay. yeah, and i've board. done that i mean i've totally done that um yeah i guess maybe i'm a little overboard on this i'm analytical i minored in statistics i like using information to make decisions as Nerd. opposed to just shooting from the hip although i'll do it when necessary but, you know, I'll look at the week ahead during the fall and say, is the weekend crap because a storm's coming through? And if so, which of the days that week is the Sendex the best? And I'm going to try to work my schedule around that day and take yeah. it off. Well, that and, you know, the big thing, too, is you can go down for a day. Right. We day trip hard. Sure. Well, this yeah. is more for the day trip hard. Because, yeah. you, you know, if you've planned a, a trip and the conditions are great, the storm. you're going to yeah. go anyway. Yeah, because it's like you can still use this information to say, well, which which are my days where I should? Do well, I yeah, target? right. So if I'm on a week long trip, I should do the I should use the syndex to say, okay, this is what I'm going to put in my my send goes on my project, and the, these are my days where I'm going to yeah, rest. To, to be honest, if you had a trip where the syndex was better in the early part of the trip, maybe you kind of throw logic out the window related to warming into climbing and say hey make some real serious attempts early because the conditions are favorable so so bring your like little mobile hangboard and warm up at the crag and then just go fire off the rig yeah i know i've sent i've sent a project first go no warm up well i you know when we got back from that trip and i told you i said hey i think the reason we were not trip the, the the trip down to the red but where we got on each other's nerves a little bit I said the reason was the Sendex was bad, and you were like, "I don't believe in this." this and I said, "Garbage." Tell me the days that you sent some of your most proudest sends. I don't and have I, any proud and sends, I, but I do have my hardest goes. I went back and I analyzed. I looked up the Sendex for that day, and they were all like really good. 
All right. So it matters. So tell me, what's the equation? So Math- mathematician. The traditional sendex, I think, was something like. Um, so you have no history of like who came up with this shit. I I, I know I saw it on a forum somewhere. Okay. I thought it was on Red River Climbing, but I searched for it actually yeah. today, and I couldn't find I couldn't find the post. So maybe I didn't look hard enough, but I couldn't so find it. As far as we're concerned, Jeremy. No, Reigns. no, 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 no. Uh, you know, if you want to find somebody kip's probably the person to find because i know he named a route at the zoo called sendex 147 wow so okay okay just go so, into the I think equation he sent, he, i think the idea was he sent right. it, so give it yeah, on that day give us the num- give us the well equation. the old school number i think was um do maybe it was dew point plus the temperature but i think a revised formula that works really well is double the dew point uh add the humidity and subtract the temperature if that number is below 100 you can rock climb. The lower that number gets, the better it is. And is there a ideal. Or is it- oh yeah, yeah. Because the threshold will be what temperature is so low that you are uncomfortable climbing. You okay. Know? So, but that's it. There's not like a lower the number, the better until no thirty. And it could be yeah, if somehow it could be zero and it was warm out, then it would that would be amazing. Okay. But, so you know, that, say, it, it say doesn't it, work that way. Time. Double the dew point. Double the dew point. Yeah. Plus the humidity. Plus humidity. Minus the temperature. Minus the temperature. If it's if that number is a hundred or less, go climbing. If that number is above a hundred, stay home. See, I've heard a, a different equation, and I want you to tell me if this is if okay. This is garbage or not? I don't know. the The equation I've heard is take the temperature and add the humidity, and if it's below a hundred, then or if it's below, I'm sorry, a hundred and twenty, then you're you're in good standings. That that could be, but the reason that the formula that I like, um, I think is better, is because the dew point has a bigger impact on how we feel. So if it's a, if you think about it, it's really hard for the dew point to be above sixty, and for my equation to end up with a number that's below a hundred, it just doesn't work that way. So, um, and it, it, the simplest way to look at it might even be to say, is the dew point above 60? If it is, then you're not going to have a good day. And if it's b- the further below the dew point, it, below 60 it is, the better the day is going to be. So if you're bad at math and can't remember numbers. Right. But I'll, I'll I'll send this to Michael and he can. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it's it in the show equation. notes. You're gonna have to yeah. send, I, I put the show notes. You're going to have to send it to me or else I'm not going to. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I also have a, if you want to just get out of all of this, I got a tool for you too. So, a tool? An app. Yeah. There's, There's a, a Sendex app? There is not a Sendex app, but I've 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 found another app that'll accomplish it for us. Alright, deal. Are we gonna plug this app? it's Weather Underground's app. They've oh, got they word. have a it the app's got some issues as far as reliability, um, but assuming it loads properly on your phone, they have the ability for you to set parameters and then have the phone tell you when the parameters are with when the current temperature in a certain place is within your parameters. I have defined the parameters for rock climbing in Red River Gorge. Mm-hmm. I'll provide them to you guys, and then if you guys want to program them into the app, you can get notifications when you're going to have a great day at the Red. Yeah. And wow. if you're looking at the fall, the upcoming week, it gives you a weekly bar chart that you can go through and say, hey, which days are not good and which days Dang. look sweet. That's not about it. For the for the dumb people though, for me that I don't like to think. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, well, I mean, you're right, you're right. But just for the sake of, I like to talk. So, um, have you have you? Shocker. Is this news to you? Like you've never heard of this? I've never heard of this. All right. Stuff. 
But um, I've been hearing this shit for years, <laughs> and I, I still don't believe it. Um, I mean, it's about because I could say temperature. Some people have what they consider to be the ideal temperature, so that's a little more subjective. But if there was one, like you, you know, what I'm getting from you is like dew point is the one that is amazing. So those are those are the hours and. Th- and that's why Down this to the hours. Yeah, right? and, but that's why this weekend will not be that great. There's only two. There's only two or three hours of the day where the conditions that I have found to be. Can we put good can we for put climate. dates out there? Yeah, so, to like historically look back and no, say, no, no. no I'm no. saying so. What's the weekend's uh, dates? I pressed, I pressed the thing. Oh, uh, um, February. Dude, we, there should. Yeah, be this weekend. This weekend website. is going to be February second is Saturday and February third is Sunday. Yes. There is a Sendex website. Oh, and then. I, Oh wow! Well, but it's you created you because on. you're the guy who made this. I did not make it, and I don't know who did. But their formula doesn't work for the red. Oh, oh so these are phonies? They're not phonies. What I mean, I'm saying is, I think conceptually, say, oh, can we set that up as a, like just go to this website for the red, and it'll have Adam Gregory and I have talked about this. He's the um, he's also yeah whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we decided we weren't going to talk on the about podcast. that. Yeah, yeah, he's on right. the coalition. So podcast. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, really wh- what guy. I'd really like to do is get access to the Red River Climbing Tick List through Ray. Oh, you want to do and some then, cross-contabulation. Yeah. Well, then we'll, we'll download all that data, and then we can get the historical data on humidity, temperature, dew point. I think- and then we can do a regression analysis, and then we can say, what is the best formula? Because the mm-hmm. formula I've got is just, it's a guess. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of works, a but a regression point. analysis would actually tell us what combination of factors. So, as a young man who took business analytics one and two in college, <laughs> I understand a regression analysis. Would you set the grade of the climbs to a certain number? You would have to take the data that was provided and have enough history to be able to rank. Because we want a bell curve. You have curve. to rank climbers. Do we want a bell curve? No, you need to say, if this person's highest send was X, and it was within X months of this date, mm-hmm. then analyze that. Sure. You know, you'd have a problem if you just said... Um, Would you be better you know, off, but wouldn't you be better off looking at a climber who has a larger amount of data, right? So if a climber who's climbed 514 all the way down to 56 you would be better off pulling that one person's data who's in, who's put in all their information in the Red River Climbing comparative to then taking the entirety of all the sins from the 5.8 yeah, to 5. The, the, issue, the issue with that would be your sample size is too low and maybe that person doesn't sweat a lot. That's fair. Maybe McDouble. they don't. Maybe. I mean, I... I, the, I I mean, I'd be interested purely just to see, like, if I want. If I I'm would. I can't say that your sample size would be too low because I think you would be. I think the grades would become the sample size. Yeah, we don't need to design this study yeah, now. But the point is, there is. You could use Mountain Project instead of. There are sources for this, and actually, sure. the, the best data would be data where there's documentation of failure to send. Oh, okay. Right, and okay. I know Red River Climbing has attempts, but. I don't know how many people actually use that. I, actually, I I don't actually use that. But if you if you actually could have a large enough sample of people who used attempts or documented attempts and then documented sends and then you analyze that information, you could very easily. I'm gonna go on a show. I'm gonna go on my on my uh, was it soapbox? Is that the word? Soapbox. Yeah. Here's my soapbox. 
If you <laughs> didn't flash it or you didn't onside it, I don't care how many attempts it took you. Period. I mean, there's there is something to be said. Like in ideal, ideal conditions, you know, flash onside kind of thing being a lot higher because they were such that you could just completely crush versus you projected it for a year and then yeah sure the conditions were ideal but that could have yeah. been your attempt anyway one of the things we haven't even addressed is why does this even matter like why does so we can send no 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 but why does a lower dew point and why do cooler temperatures but not you know ice cold why do they matter i think it's because friction is better what friction friction, friction. doesn't friction create heat uh, I mean, if you're, if, if friction's breaking and so you're, so syndex <laughs> is broken. lower dew point, lower humidity, the syndex, the, you know, all of that, if you can get it lower guarding, you're still comfortable with the ambient temperature. Like, we right, right. Well, I think the, the, like what I'm, again, I'm not a scientist, but in my, in my head, I'm thinking about this and saying, well, why does dry why are drier temperatures better for friction and it's because probably hands that are too dry are going not going to have enough malleability to have the grip on the rock that they need so you could actually find a situation where somebody's hands are really dry and you actually need to you wet them actually talking when we were at, when you were at rock quest the other yeah day, yeah I, I was talking about that yeah that up with me, that there were some glassy holds and my hands were just so were dry that I was. It was like you, glass on glass, right? It wasn't malleable. You couldn't yeah. like. And maybe it was. It wasn't. Maybe it wasn't that my hands were not moist. Maybe they were just not so you're flexible. There, there is you know, a they too were dry. Is that what you're? I think that's possible. Um, I, my, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I know a climber. I know a climber who would literally like spit on his fingertips because he said, "Oh, they're too dry right now," and he would climb better. So whatever. I. I but in general. The issue that I I think happens is that when the dew point is too high, we perspire or there's water already on the rock. And that water in between our fingertips and the rock is what causes the lack of friction and us to fall off. So I'm going to have to press down a lot harder. So do you think chalk matters? Do you think a friction lab's chalk would be? Yeah, I don't. I think chalk matters. For okay. sure, like yeah. you know, talk from the perspective of you should use it. Or- yeah, I mean, oh, it, it, sure. Yeah, let, we can. Let's we can let's take go. something that's much more serious than rock climbing, but still not super serious. Gymnastics, right? Whoa, dude. Well, they typically use. They actually want a little bit less friction, like if they're bars. So they they use. Yeah, but I bet if you, I bet if you took a gymnast and said, "Here, here's this greasy bar up there that everybody's been handling all day." So chalk matters. But chalk matters. Are there? We'll say that for another podcast, but yeah. So, I I mean, again, can you just, I mean, I do my math equation. What numbers, you know, what's my final calculated number where I can, I can. You know, if you had, if my, if you do the two times the dew point plus humidity minus the temperature and it's like in the, the number end of seeing being around 60, that's a really good day. 40, you should send. If you don't send, you have no. Yeah. You have if no you excuse. don't, if 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 the sendex is forty and you don't send, it's all you. Wow, <laughs> you got to own that 40's one. like yeah, that's primo. Oh yeah, you know, and you can uh, have a forty sendex and it not be like thirty degrees out. It can be in the forties or fifties, and you can get that kind of number. Wow, you just want it to be. You want the dew point to be low, 
and the ambient so, temperature to be pleasant. And you said if the dew point's at 60, then I'm in trouble. Like, yeah, no I mean, that's, that's just where, yeah. So what's the dew point this weekend? Uh, like 46 that's is the low. But the problem is if you take 46 as the dew point and the temperature or the um, so humidity is like 60 or 66 or 67. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, the highest it gets really is it's not going to be 65 this weekend. It's going to be closer to 58 probably. Yeah. And you do that math and you're in the upper 90s for, oh, the, wow. for the send okay. so, so while the dew point's kind of low-ish. The, the overall temperature the, isn't high enough the and the humidity is way too high. And the humidity is too high. Yeah. yeah. So there's still too many too many factors in and it yeah and, and, then the, and the third piece is or the fourth maybe is the the fact that the rock will probably retain um a fair amount of the cold that sure. we've had. right because it's just been so, so and we'll have like, the condensation effect the first warm day isn't great but once it's been warm for a, a few right. days a, cu- a week right. or so that's when right it'll yeah you know, like if, if i was to choose a day to go climbing this weekend even though the sendex calculation is a little better on saturday i'd climb sunday because we will have more time for the rock to warm up. And it's sunnier. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's sunnier on Sunday. Yeah. So I would go out on a limb and say the most important part if you're going to do cold cold weather climbing is the sun and going to a crag that's going to get as much sun as possible. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously shade and the warmth. But be careful of, like, the caves and stuff, especially Red River Gorge, because they tend to trap heat pretty well. Um, I like, that's why, like, when we went to Midnight Surf. Oh, yeah. And it was like a little chilly. It's pretty nice. It's like a freezer back there. Right, because there's got good wind, but like no sun ever. So, yeah. um, so again, send X. Use Are it you... to manage expectations. Yeah, I was just going to do the math real quick here. Hold on. He's doing. Keep talking. Meteorologist. Inventor of Sendex. I didn't stop it, man. You're gonna get me like I'm gonna get. So for those that I'm gonna get my knees capped or something. For those that have limited climbing, it's a great tool if you're trying if you have goals that you want to accomplish. For those, even if you can make it out every weekend, it helps to listen. It's a shitty it's a shitty Sendex. We still gonna go climb, so let's just go and not have high expectations. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Sunday has got the highest, the best Sendex, and it's gonna be around. 3 p.m. And also, oh, you have like a, you can even go down to the window. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'll, I'll, what should I tie I'll, in and try? I'll provide my... the a link to the app okay. and the metric. You have to. This isn't programmed in the app. I mean, you have to have the the data points to add mm. to create your alert, if you will. And I'll give you the alert for Red River Gorge. Um, so anyway, the dew point at 3 p.m. on Sunday is 46. So we'll take that and multiply it by two. That's 92. The humidity is going to be 62. Um, so let's see here. That's 154, and the temperature at that time is 59. So the Sendex is 95, and that's the best the whole weekend. Wow, that's miserable. And I told you, 100. Is, don't even bother. Go home. Go yeah. home. You're, you're close. At, 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 you're not saying 95 is like... Don't say no, but just don't. Just don't. It. Right. Go down to have fun. Go down yeah. because it's been crappy yeah. out and you want to touch rock and climb. So don't go down there to, you know, if you've been climbing really hard in the gym recently and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go send something this weekend. Good luck. Yeah. Don't get on the test beast. Yeah. You're going to get, you're going to get smoked. All right. Well, so we talked about a lot of things. We're very, very thankful. Thank you for being on the show, Jeremy. Yeah. Even though you're not the inventor of the Syndex. I am not. You're well more inclined than maybe Tyler and I are. Definitely. So we talked about 
you know, do conditions matter? I think that's still up for debate. Hell no. They don't they told, matter? No, they totally matter. It's not okay, up for debate. Okay. okay, it's up for debate. Conditions matter. Um, You need to get a pro climber on here and ask that question. I'm pros sure. can never come on the show. <laughs> I am. Why do you think everybody was, all the pros were crushing in the red this this winter, this this fall into winter? What pros were crushing? Oh, man. If they're not from I'll America, send you some more links. They are. Oh, okay. is that what it is? Okay, shut up. <laughs> I was in the Madness Cave when that goon was climbing. Oh, he man. flashed what the entire did, cave. You I was like, watch are you fucking kidding me? This guy's a jerk. But regardless, just kidding. That guy's probably a really nice guy. It was just making me feel bad because <laughs> I was hangdogging hard. I was practically aid climbing. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't even like rope like climbing. French style climbing. Yeah, I was grabbing all the quick draws. Um, but we talked about condition. We talked about if they matter. We talked about tips on how to keep yourself warm or cool yourself down if you need to. We talked about this magic, this magical equation called the syndex. Um, again, all those are going to be in the show notes. We're going to make Tyler do as much work as possible on the it. podcast. Um, but other than that, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Awesome. Bye. <laughs>